0: Hey, this is Mr. Anderson, Anderson, and you are listening to Two Out of Three Falls. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What up? You know, it's uh, Peter Rosenberg, Hot 97, ESPN, WWE Network, Cheap Heat Podcast. Um, let's see what else I got. Mad jobs out here, but right now, talking all things wrestling. With my man, Randy Cruz, the Cruise Control Podcast. Sit back
1: and stay mage. You're listening to Cruise Control with Randy Cruz. This is the voice of the new world order, NWO. And the neopurfect secrets of WCW Network. Graham Matthews, Bleacher Report. My man, how you doing? Doing great, Randy. How about yourself? Doing good, man. Can't complain. We're a few days away from money in the bank. Uh, up in your neck of the woods, Hartford, Connecticut. You will be the uh, you will be there. So, um, hopefully, you have a great time. and The show uh, pans out the way you know you would like it to be. Um, we also have AEW officially going to TNT. Uh, Bray Wyatt's new character, um, Alexa Bliss, being taken out of Money in the Bank. So, we're going to touch up on all of that right now. Starting with Money in the Bank. Uh, right now, in total. We have, I think, eleven matches, and right now, let's go to it. Right now, uh, Daniel Bryan, Rowan, the Usos for the SmackDown Tag Team Championship. I'm sorry, is it for the tag titles or no? Right I now, don't they have. I think it. so. I think yeah. it's a non-title kickoff match. It's, yeah. Uh, wow, Daniel Bryan. Go- <laughs> Daniel Bryan goes from being a champion middle of the card WrestleMania to going to the pre-show, the following show. Ain't that some shit? I'm surprised, too, because they have Tony East and Arya Daivari on this show, and they're not on
0: the kickoff show. Unless something changes at the last minute, I'm surprised that match is getting top priority. Not top priority, but
1: Mm. is getting priority over precedence over Daniel Bryan and Rowan versus the Usos. Right. So, you know, at the the current time, this is not for for the SmackDown tag titles. If that's the case, why should I care about this match? So who do you have, Daniel Bryan, Rowan, or the Usos?
0: Well, so we saw the match on SmackDown a few weeks ago. That was when Brian and Rowan became the SmackDown Tag Team Champions. I don't even really know why they're having this match in the first place. Now it's great that Brian's on the card. He just came mm-hmm. back. He was cleared, I think, from, I would assume, a concussion. where We were never really told outright what he was um, sitting out from since WrestleMania. But he wasn't gone too long, which is great. But yeah, Brian and Rowan have already beaten the Usos. It was a good match. But the Usos are technically on Raw. This whole wild card bullshit strikes again with a kickoff show match. That means nothing when the titles aren't on the line, nor should they because the Usos did nothing to earn another opportunity at the titles. They should have never gone for them in the first place if they're on the Raw brand. So it makes no sense. It should be a good match. I would have Brian and Rowan go over, so there's no need to do a rematch after this.
1: All right. Um, I would say Daniel Bryan and Rowan go over. Now we get to the main card. You mentioned Tony Nice and Davari for the Cruiserweight Championship. You know, I don't watch 205 Live. I don't really watch all that stuff. So uh, take it away, Grant. Who you got, Tony Nice or Daivari? Uh, Tony nice again, like I said, I'm surprised that this is making the main card, at least as of right now,
0: over... Mm-hmm. Brian and Rowan and the Usos just because there's 10 matches on the main card as of right now which is fucking ridiculous it's not <laughs> too out of the ordinary I think last year's show which might have been the first WWE pay-per-view that wasn't Wrestlemania SummerSlam blah 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 to be four hours um, so they've wow. done this before I can't seem surprised but I mean, I'm a big Tony Nice fan. He's grown on me. but And the Buddy Murphy match at WrestleMania, the kickoff show was great. Daivari really is not that good. So this could be a decent match. I don't expect it to be anything special at all. I expect people to sit on their hands for this. Um, but Nice going over is the only outcome that makes sense.
1: Um, We did have 11 matches last year, too. So I, I guess they are on pace to make it 10 matches or more from Money to the Bank. Um, Samoa Joe, Rey Mysterio... United States Championship, who do you have going over? Um, I'm going to say Samoa
0: Joe. I mm. guess I would not be surprised if Ray won just because he got squashed in 60 seconds at WrestleMania. True. But um, I don't know. I, I don't really feel the need to – I don't really think there's any need to have the championship change hands at this point. Joe's been doing a good job with it. There's more people on Raw he can defend against as if – I mean, if Ray won, who can he face? Baron Corbin, McIntyre, Lashley. So mm. I guess there's a few people. But with Joe, it would be cool to see him mix it up with – Ricochet, maybe Cedric Alexander, get him on TV. Uh, there's a few people on the Raw side I would love to see him mix it up with over that championship, unless they're promoting Samoa Joe to the main event, which I don't think is
1: happening right now. I would keep the belt on Joe. Um, how do you think the son Dominic plays into that match? I could see. Uh, Joe doesn't really have any allies because I would say that maybe someone distracts
0: right from ringside by attacking Dominic backstage, and that's mm-hmm. what cost you know Ray the match or whatever. Um, I could see Dominic being at ringside. He may not even factor into this thing at all. Which is I don't know I don't know why he wouldn't I mean he's been on TV in every Rey Mysterio segment since before WrestleMania so I, w- I would feel like he has to play some sort of part in this match um, I would think that maybe he inadvertently cost Rey the match not to say that they'll split up or they'll have Dominic be revealed as Samoa Joe's illegitimate son or anything dumb like that no WCW bullshit but um yeah maybe you know Joe will threaten to beat him up or something and then Rey Mysterio gives up I, I don't know but I do see him factoring into the finish in some form or fashion, leading to a Joe victory.
1: All right, there we have, where do I go from here? Um, let's go with the miz Shane McMahon steel cage match. The Miz against the best in the world, who's been on TV highly, uh, a big-time amount of times, Shane McMahon, um, one of your favorite guys. Um, Oh, of course (laughs) who do you have the Miz or Shane McMahon in a steel cage match? I mean, the Miz has
0: got to go over here. I was shocked. He lost the WrestleMania and the feud was really good going into mania. It's lost a lot of steam since then. Cause they didn't really follow it up coming out coming out of WrestleMania. Miz got drafted to raw. They continued it about two or three weeks later, Roman Reigns got involved and That's a whole other thing going on right now in SmackDown. Um, I feel like that's the bigger focal point than whatever they're doing right now with Shane and Miz. So Miz has to avenge the loss from WrestleMania. I don't know how good the match will be. It's steel cage. We'll see. Um, I don't expect it being that good. There could be a lot of shenanigans with like Brian and Rowan getting involved, or, you know, Bobby Lashley, I could see who's not on this card, or even Elias, who's been aligned with Shane recently on SmackDown. I'm going to say Miz, though, Miz needs this victory unless they're planning on continuing the feud until the next show in, in, you know, fucking Saudi Arabia or whatever it is, which they shouldn't do anyway. Um, I would have Miz go over and hopefully we can move on from there.
1: Okay, I think I will go with the Miz as well. Um, I think I think for me the feud, like you said, kind of lost it's, it's, its luster since WrestleMania. So the quicker they can get get rid of this feud, uh, the better for me. So I'll hopefully go with the Miz. Then we have Ro- Roman Reigns, Elias. No, not you know, not, not, nothing at stake for this match. Just a regular one on one. Again, I am a big Elias fan. I would like for him, like for him to see him win uh, a match finally. But I think uh, all signs point to Roman at this point. What do you think? Yeah, I think this might
0: be the most predictable match on the entire card. I see no way in which Elias wins here. Uh, they're clearly building Roman back up to go after the WWE title at some point, whether it be you know in the next month or two or even at SummerSlam. I can see. I don't agree with that necessarily. I think they should wait longer. But what I do know, as we've talked about here on the show before, this feud has done nothing for me. And I like Elias, but it's very obvious that Elias is merely a stepping stone for Roman before Roman goes for The WWE title or feuds with Shane, God forbid, in like Saudi Arabia or the next show after that, Stomping Grounds, whatever. Um, So I don't think Elias wins here. Roman goes over, LOL. I see it a lot. I, I see it being a lot like Roman's match with Jinder Mahal last year where Jinder was hot, not hot, but he was like, you know, on top for like a month. On Raw, where he feuded with Roman, he lost to Roman, and then that was it. He kind of floundered away on Raw after that, and he was never really used again. I would hope Elias is better off than gender. He is better than gender, mm-hmm. um, but I don't really see this going anywhere after this pay per view. Once Roman beats Elias, and then he moves on from there, Elias may end up in a feud with Apollo Cruz for all I can uh, for all I can think of right now from SmackDown.
1: All right, so we have the women's Money in the Bank ladder match. Uh, we have Natalia, Dana Brooke, Naomi. And Bailey, Mandy Rose, Ember Moon, Carmella, and Nikki Cross. So, uh, originally, it was supposed to be Alexa Bliss, but reports out there that uh, she's injured or precautionary measures. Um, so, she's out. Nikki Cross takes her spot. Uh, again, money in the bank ladder match for a women's championship match down the road. Uh, I don't think it's easy as it might look. Um if I had to pick maybe two guesses, you kind of think like, all right, the winner can maybe get a Becky, Charlotte, or Lacey Evans down, down the road. Maybe Bailey. Maybe. I wouldn't be surprised if like a Mandy Rose was to win. So if I had to pick one from Raw, one from SmackDown, I'd probably go. Okay, Bailey on SmackDown. So I'll pick Bailey. Uh, I, don't, I don't. Okay, either Bailey or Mandy Rose. All right, who you got? I gotta go with Bailey here. I feel okay. like she
0: makes the most sense out of anybody. Right. Um, I think this has to go to SmackDown. No one from Raw really makes sense to me. No. Except for maybe Nikki Cross. Um, but I feel like she's only filler for Alexa, who was never gonna win it anyway because she won it last year. With Alexa, I don't think this is a storyline. Um, she hasn't really wrestled on Raw much at all in like the last six to eight months. Um, she obviously wasn't in action at WrestleMania. She faced Bailey in a short match the night after Mania. She faced Naomi a few weeks after that when her shoes were falling off, and that wasn't really a match. Um, so I don't know what the fuck is going on with her. She, she's she been out at least two or three times in the last year with various injuries, which is terrible. It sucks. Uh, I don't know if she's injury prone or if it's a recurring issue. I don't know. But I do fear for her future, because if this is like a concussion related issue and it's happened twice or, you know, two to three times by this point—that's not good. Uh, but Nikki Cross winning would be cool, just because she's new on the scene, she's a fresh face, and she won that four-way on Raw. But I do think she's filler. Naomi—I can't say I muster up any excitement for her winning the briefcase, just because we've seen her in the title picture before. I know she's on Raw now, which is cool. It's something different for her, but mm. her in, with the briefcase, unless it glows up, it glows in the dark or whatever, I can't say I really care for that. Natalia's filler. Dana Brooke, who gives a shit. She hasn't won a match in like two years anyway. Um, <laughs> it has to be someone from SmackDown. Bailey has lost to Becky Lynch. She lost to Charlotte. Mm. She lost to WrestleMania. She keeps losing. They're obviously going somewhere with this. The adoption of the new um, aggressive attitude I think is great. The new Edge Hopefully that leads to a heel turn. I've been saying this for the last month now, but I would hope that Bailey wins here and either cashes in the contract on Becky this same show, which I feel like would be a lot too similar to what Alexa did last year, but it's possible. Or maybe on SmackDown on Tuesday, whatever. Um, but still, I, I got to go with Bailey here. Ember Moon might be a distant third um, just because, you know, she's a dark horse, a fresh face, but it doesn't really seem like they have any plans to push her anytime soon. Carmella's just filler. She's won it before. And then Mandy Rose, I think it's got to be her and Bailey neck and neck. Uh, Mandy Rose and Sonya have been teasing something recently, teasing some tension. They could be going the way of what they did with Cody and Damian Sandow a few years ago when Damian Sandow won the briefcase, and they feuded over that for a while. So we'll see. Um, but I am going to go with Bailey, though. That's my pick. That's who I want to win, and I feel like it would have the most intriguing outcome going forward.
1: Okay. Um... <laughs> Matter of fact, what do you, what's your take on? Uh, I, I I know you was watching Raw and SmackDown, and you know probably laughing about it, but um, the fire and desire in the Kabuki Warriors. Um, <laughs> I mean, listen, Grant. I mean, they, they, they're bringing up tag team names that. Either don't make sense or RNS cool. We saw what happened with the Viking, the Raiders and the Viking Warriors, whatever whatever they are now, Viking experience. So uh, what did you make of the, the fire and desire and the Kabuki Warriors for Asuka and um, the other girl, Kairi Sane? Well, the fire and desire thing actually isn't really
0: anything new. They haven't officially called themselves that. Um, I hope not. <laughs> I don't think up to this point for Mandy Rose and Sonia. They have definitely referred to themselves as that on TV before. They haven't, like, outright, like, you know, Sasha Banks and Bailey were kind of officially, unofficially the, the uh, boss and hug connection for a while. They had t shirts that said it. That was kind of official. The fire and desire thing for Rose and Neville isn't really new. The Kabuki Warriors, though, is. Completely stupid. I'm sorry, but I'm surprised there's not more outrage over the name. And I guess that's a good thing, but
1: mm.
0: I can't say I care for it. It sounds like a fucking stereotypical Japanese name just slapped onto these two Asian women. It's it's stupid. I'm not a fan of it. I think it's dumb. Mm-hmm. They would have just been better off as Kairi Sane and Asuka. It just, I don't know. It just sounds really, really Really, really stupid. So hopefully they either change it, or maybe we'll just get used to it. A lot like the Viking Raiders experience, whatever the fuck you want to call them. But uh, yeah, it's it's very obvious this company's not good, does not have a knack for coming up with good tag team names, at least not mm-hmm. anymore.
1: Well, I mean, why do you think there's not much of an outrage you know, from the social media warriors out there that when the Viking people were called the Viking, the war Raiders were the Viking experience and people uh, on Twitter and social media said they did not like it. Then they changed it. But now the Kabuki Warriors is, is kind of more accepted and not, like you said, you're surprised there's not much backlash about that. Why do you think that is?
0: Yeah, I don't know. I mean, it was kind of a throwaway line on SmackDown this week. Maybe that's why, maybe because the Viking Raiders got called up and I guess Kyrie Singh did too. Um, but I guess a large part of it was because I think the Viking, you know, the War Raiders, whatever, had their name in NXT. Why would you establish them as the War Raiders for a year in NXT only to change their name on the main roster? That made no sense. I think this is a different case where they weren't going by that name in NXT because they just started teaming a month ago. Um, it's just a dumb name. So it's not as outrageous as the Viking Raiders just because they had a good name in NXT and they fucked it up. Like, why would you take something good and purposely turn it to shit whereas with Sane and Asuka, this is their first name. Um, but it is still a dumb name. They don't really have much of a women's tag team division anyway. Um, between Raw and SmackDown, there's only about three teams I can think of. But yeah, I, I think that might be why
1: there wasn't more uh, fan outrage regarding the Kabuki Warriors name. I think what, what's shocking to me is that, again, I, I know it's not Paige's fault. It's just you know, That's the material she's given, but they make it seem like you know when they say the, the, the Kabuki Warriors you know the, the latest addition to the tag team women's division they take everything by storm and uh, it, like did, did we all forget that Oscar has been there for like two years now and that they try to make it seem like Oscar's brand new I think that's the only shocking part to me yeah they're just kind of over,
0: not overshadowing, but not really acknowledging the fact that she was a former SmackDown women's champion. She was undefeated for two and a half years at one point. I mean, she hasn't really felt important for a while ever really since they took the title off her two months ago in anticlimactic fashion. And she never really seemed determined to get the belt back for whatever reason. She just was like, "Ah, oh, fuck it. I don't really need it anymore or whatever, which was weird. Um, yeah, I know with Asuka, they, they make her sound like she's... Io Shirai. Like, it was Io Shirai and Kairi Sane getting called off from NXT, but they just replaced her with another Japanese star in Asuka. Whatever. I mean, it's cool they give her something to do. I'm a big fan of the tag team, but it is weird that You know, they're treating her like she's just not that she's any other ordinary person. They've been doing that Mm -hmm. for a while, but like she has like she's been cutting promos, albeit not good ones for the last year, year and a half on the main roster. But Paige has been doing all the talking for them so far, which I guess is the point. But they're making Asuka sound like a fucking child who really can't do anything on her own, which is weird because, again, she was holding her own for quite a while on, you know, Raw and SmackDown when she got called up. So, yeah, I find that a little strange, though.
1: Uh, the men's Money in the Bank ladder match. Sami Zayn is now in it. Braun Strowman was in it, but you know they, they, they had a match on Monday. And um, Sami Zayn defeated Braun Strowman, Braun Strowman with the help of Drew McIntyre and uh, who else was there? Uh, Barry Corbin. So Sami Zayn, Ricochet, Drew McIntyre, Barry Corbin, Ali, Finn Balor, Andrade, Randy Orton. Um, uh, hmm. I don't see Sami Zayn winning. I'm thinking either Drew McIntyre, and if I have to pick somebody from SmackDown, hmm. I'm thinking, I'm thinking, Raw, Drew McIntyre, SmackDown, Andrade. Who you got? Yeah, I
0: agree. Between those two choices, I think it's got to be one of them. Sami Zayn, I think. I think. After Raw, he might be my new second choice, to win the briefcase, I know you said he has no chance, but um, you know he—I mean—he beat Braun Strowman, which isn't really saying much because he had help from Baron Corbin and uh, right. and Drew McIntyre. But at the same time, though, he's been getting a lot of TV time in the last month and a half since he came back. He's got a really good gimmick right now. The only issue, I think, it can be a really entertaining Mister Money in the Bank—you know, going off on the fans and whatever, mm-hmm. holding the briefcase. I think it's perfect for his character, honestly. The only issue. Is that I don't see. I don't think they see Sami Zayn as world championship material, which I think he might be if they pushed him correctly. Um, I'm not sure, but I don't know if they would want to put. I mean, I guess they could have him cash in and lose, but how fucking dumb would that be coming off the losses of Baron Corbin and Braun Strowman in recent years? Whoever whoever wins it this year has to win. Fucking absolutely has to win. Otherwise, the whole briefcase thing is a complete waste. Um, So, yeah, I think it's got to be. Drew or Andrade Sammy winning would be cool but I don't think they see him as a world championship competitor right now Andrade I've heard that Vince is very high on him but they've done really nothing with the guy on Smackdown over the last year Mm -hmm. he hasn't won any titles He pinned Finn Balor on Tuesday, so I could see that leading to an IC title feed between them at the next pay-per-view. I like Andrade a lot. I would love to see him win. Just the issue is that I feel like they haven't really done enough with him to make me think that they have long-term plans for him to become a world champion. So it's got to be McIntyre. McIntyre has been world championship ready for months now. He's beaten all the top guys for the most part. Um, He's very good in the ring. He's very good on the mic he can hold his own i can definitely see him with that universal title at some point before the end of 2019 so i think he's the most predictable but the most logical
1: pick in this match to become the next mr money in the bank all right so we agree on the men's uh ladder match with mcintyre and or andrade the women uh to clarify um i had bailey or either mandy rose you had bailey as well right yes okay sorry so now we're down to okay the first of two championship matches for Becky Lynch for the Raw Women's title Becky Lynch against Lacey Evans um, you know me Graham I, I I I don't I don't think Becky's gonna walk out with both titles it's a matter of which title she's gonna lose Um. if she's gonna lose we can kind of combine the Charlotte match as well if Becky is gonna lose one title, it'll be the Raw title. I don't think they, I don't think they'll have her lose against Charlotte Flair. Um, but then again, they could. To kind of go to the point that Charlotte was not pinned at WrestleMania, Becky pinned Ronda Rousey to go along with the storyline. You 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 never beat me, so they might go that route. But you know, for 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 point A, I would go with Lacey beating Becky somehow, some way for the Raw title, but Becky keeping the SmackDown title. What do you think?
0: I actually think it's the opposite. You said Mm. that of the two titles, the Raw women's title would be the most likely one to change hands. I think it would be the SmackDown one, and I hate to say that because I don't want to see them go back so soon as Charlotte being the heel champion on SmackDown. Okay, So it it should be made clear, too, that—and I think WWE, I don't know if they've announced this outright, but whatever title Becky loses— Let's say she sticks with. I don't know what happens if she loses both titles. I guess that's also a possibility. Right. Um. But I'm not sure. So I, I, if she drops the SmackDown Women's title on the show, she goes to Raw. But if she loses the Raw Women's title, she goes to SmackDown. She okay. stays on whatever show she has with the remaining title. If that makes sense. Right. Not that that really factors into my predictions here, but Charlotte. I mean, not to say that she'll never be champion again. She obviously will be. She should be. But I feel like to go back to that so soon, I'm not a fan of that. She can do some other stuff on SmackDown for you to Moon or something. I don't know. But I'm not a fan of that. The only reason I think Charlotte would win – is because they've been playing up since the beginning of this thing that Charlotte cannot beat Becky. And honestly, she hasn't. If you really look back at the results of all their matches on pay-per-view um, since SummerSlam, aside from SummerSlam, where Charlotte pinned Becky in that three-way with Carmella to become the SmackDown Women's Champion, she's never beaten Becky since Becky went heel. She lost toward Hell in the Cell. Super Showdown. She won by DQ. Doesn't really count. She lost at Evolution. Survivor Series. TLC, Rumble, Chamber, Fastlane, WrestleMania. She's lost at every fucking pay-per-view. So she is due a victory at some point. And if they keep bringing it up, that makes me think that she's going to win at this pay-per-view. That's not my prediction. I'm going to stick with what I said a month ago. Mm. I'm going to say Becky wins against Charlotte. She's going to beat Lacey. I don't think Lacey's ready yet. If she wins, I guess that's cool and it's a big boost for her right out of the gate. I just don't think she's ready for that spot yet. I would have Becky win both matches. But Bailey Cash is in that same night, turns heel on Becky, wins the SmackDown Women's Championship, and Becky goes to Raw full-time. So that's what I see happening, and I think that'd be the best way to treat Becky so she's not appearing on both shows for another two or three months, which I think is overexposing her. And then with um, Bailey, it gives her something to do on SmackDown and a whole fresh set of challengers to work with. And Ember Moon, you know, Charlotte, they want to revisit that at some point. Uh, there's a lot of different women she can mix. it. You know, you Kairi saying there's a lot of women on SmackDown she can face. So that's what I see happening.
1: Well, you know what? I was going to ask you the fact that, you know, um, for the women's ladder match, that'll likely go way early on in the in, uh, in, in in the show and what's the possibility of the winner cashing in that night and being successful about it. So to go with your theory that Becky can beat Lacey Evans, but when it comes to the SmackDown match where Becky and Charlotte, let's say Bailey wins and she's already on SmackDown, that again Becky can quote-unquote lose to Charlotte but not really get pinned or, or submitted they can have the cash in and you know by that time I think Becky I'm sorry I think Bailey will be if Bailey cash in in that match and pin Becky for whatever reason then she'll be as the heel and then the Becky Charlotte thing would still go on because there was no clear winner but you still get up you still get something fresh with Bailey and Becky or Bailey and Charlotte Um that kind of makes sense because they all would be on SmackDown? Um, should that happen, I really don't care at this point. along long as something new and different, um, I think I think Bailey needs to see for me. When it comes to Bailey and Sasha, that's what I would have wanted for uh, for Sasha on the Raw brand where once I heard Alexa was not going to be in the match and before I heard Nikki Cross was going to be uh, the replacement, I'm like, all mm-hmm. right, this is, the, this is the proper time to get Sasha back. So take that spot, win the match, and then do a cash-in in one of those Becky matches later on to, to confirm the heel turn. But I don't think that's going to happen because Nikki is now in the match. What well, you're saying with Bayley, I'm, I'm all for it. If that would have happened, um, I just don't think Becky, the bottom line is I don't think Becky walks out with both belts. Yeah, no, I could see that. I could see them dragging it on for a little longer,
0: but like, let's say they do. And let's say they have her hold both belts until, I mean, it wouldn't be the Saudi Arabia show because we know women can't compete on that event. So it wouldn't be that show. I don't know what's after that stomping grounds. Maybe later that month. I don't know. Mm -hmm. That's another month, month and a half where she's a dual champion again. It's something different because we've never seen one woman hold two titles at the same time, if ever, I would think, in this company's history without unifying the two championships. So it is something different. But again, I think long term, it just hurts Becky because it overexposes her. Right. Right. I I don't know. I would just have her go to Raw. Raw needs fucking help right now, dude. Raw needs the help. SmackDown does not really need Becky. They have Charlotte, Ember, Bailey. They have women they haven't even done anything with yet. Liv Morgan got drafted, haven't seen her since. Mickie James got drafted to SmackDown, haven't seen her since. They also have Mandy Rose, uh, Sonya Deville, Kyrie Scene, Asuka, the Mm Iconics. There's a lot of Alana, but who cares? There's a lot of women on SmackDown they're not really doing anything with and could move into the title picture at some point. Raw has nobody. Absolutely nobody. Alexa Bliss being hurt does not help matters. Nikki Cross getting pushed is cool, but they, they need more than that. They need Becky full time, especially with Rhonda being gone, Sasha Banks crying like a baby and going home for a little while, Nia Jax being hurt. I mean, not that she was a big help anyway, but they don't really have much star power on the Ross side for the women. They need Becky. So I would have her. That's why I would have Bailey beat Becky on the show, and I guess that would kind of. Um, eliminate any possibility of a Becky-Bailey feud if Becky goes to Raw, but you can always revisit it down the road. And again, we have the fucking wild card rule, so who's to say that Becky wouldn't show up on SmackDown anyway, so who knows? Exactly. Um, The only issue I see with the Sasha thing, like you mentioned, I think fantasy booking-wise, that would be awesome. The only issue, realistically, I would see with something like that happening is that if the reports are to be believed, Unless she's just taking one giant vacation here, Sasha is. Uh If the report, there has to be something wrong here because she hasn't denied the rumors. She's been largely silent on social media. Not to say that the rumors of her sitting down and crying backstage are true, but she's definitely frustrated because we have not seen her since WrestleMania. I think it would just be. I think you would just send the wrong message if you were to reward someone for just walking out for a month and just give them a title or give them a contract. Like, oh, sorry, we made you upset. Here's a championship. I, I guess they kind of did that with the revival. But you, I mean, then who's to say that, you know, uh, Becky or Charlotte or whoever, if they're not getting what they want, they shouldn't just leave for a month
1: or just take time off. If you follow Sasha on Instagram, it, it looks like she's taking one big vacation. So that's why the, the 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 rumors and the innuendo was like, oh, that at the WrestleMania she was upset about you know dropping the tag titles to the Iconics and made a big fit, and she was this, so she walked out. And there's a, you know the you know what's next for her and her career with the company. Um, again, I'm not sure if you if you have Instagram, but it's like she does. She she's active on it, and it's this hotel here, this beach here, and she's, you know, doing some wilderness stuff. And I just, I, I really think it's just one big vacation. And I, and I read somewhere that, uh, I forgot where it was, but something that, that, that McMahon said that people are, won't be punished or penalized if they take time off for to, so, something to, to that degree. So I, I think it's Sasha, you know, for the last year or so, she was on TV pretty much have you know, heavily every week. So, and I think the timing is kind of bad because there is no Ronda Rousey, there is no Nia Jax due to injury. Um, majority of your females are now on SmackDown, so it's like, yeah, maybe you took vacation at the wrong time because the the, the depth of the Raw roster that come to the women is kind of like slim. So, but I think she's entitled to a vacation. I think everybody is entitled to that. Um, that's why I don't I don't I I don't believe the fact that she's disgruntled I mean she might be but I don't think that's the main reason why she hasn't been on TV since Wrestlemania so I think in due time she will be back hopefully on different terms with the company Uh, many people out there think she's gonna leave and go to fucking AEW of course everybody wants to believe that once somebody's unhappy but I think she'll be back because Raw definitely needs her to kind of build that, that, that division up again until Ronda comes back and Nia comes back and whoever else but um i i you know to go back to becky i think she is getting overexposed i think the two belts thing came out of nowhere b- before wrestlemania and now it's like all right uh, do we do we drop that so quick you know that's why the crowd keeps chanting becky two belts becky two belts and maybe they're in a um a situation where do we let go of that so soon? Because let's say she does beat Lacey and, and beat Charlotte. Now what? Who's next? Who's next for her on Raw? Who's next for her on SmackDown? Like, it just, you know, again, you, you don't want to overexpose her because of, of the, the popularity she's gained over the last couple of months. But then again, you don't want her, you don't want the, the, the crowd to feel like, all right, she beat everybody. Who's next? Hmm. Yeah, no, I mean, I could see that. But with Becky... Yeah, like like I said earlier, if she was to hold both
0: belts, what do you really do with her from there? Do you continue the Lacy feud? Do you continue? I would hope they wouldn't continue the Charlotte feud unsmacked and That's why I just want her on one show or the other. She really should not have been dual champion to begin with. I think it's a cool concept for a month yeah. or two, but it doesn't have great longevity because it gets her in both brands, which I think leads yeah it leads to more exposure. But I think it's. Too, too much exposure, it's overexposure. At, yeah. at a certain point. When you have a brand split, I don't think it's necessary to have her on two shows, cutting the same promos, saying the same shit every single week. And I like Becky a lot, and she's still getting great reactions. I just long term long term, I think this will do more damage to her than help her if she's a dual champion she should have just been Raw Women's Champion from the get go the fact they ever included the SmackDown Women's title in that Wrestlemania main event was completely pointless and did not need to happen um, so hopefully we get her on Raw Sasha comes back at some point I do think there is some truth to part of those rumors because otherwise why wouldn't she just come out and deny it or – I don't know. I feel like there's way too much going with this whole story about her being frustrated from way too many credible sources for her to just be – on vacation. That's all I'm saying. I'm not saying mm. again that she's about to leave for AEW. I think that's ridiculous, <laughs> but um, I do think there is something going on where, yeah, she's taking time off. I mean, it may not be as bad as people are making it out to be. I think it's a case where, hey, I just want time off. I'm a little. Frustrated right now? Can I leave for a month? And they probably mm. said yes. I just think that might be the case where it's a bit of both. Right. It's not like hey, I'm just going on vacation for no real reason because no one just go. No one just leaves for a month. No one just leaves. I know Vince said that, but that's absolute bullshit. You're absolutely held accountable if you want to leave for a while because they have creative plans for everybody or not. Not everybody, but they they want everyone to be available at any given point. I just can't say I believe that. Mm. But um, anyway, going back to what I was saying, I think Becky. Hopefully, this Becky two belts thing is not. You know, uh, going to last for much longer, and we can have Bailey being the one on the SmackDown brand, uh, kind of, you know, uh, being the person to hold down that division as as the uh, SmackDown Women's Champion.
1: Mm. Well, Taker takes a vacation every year, so yeah, exactly. He's <laughs> the only
0: exception because they, they can bring him back for Saudi Arabia whenever they want.
1: A long, a long extended year vacation for Taker. Um, Brock Lesnar, too. Oh yeah, Brock too. Um, and John Cena um exactly yeah i'm i'm gonna sandwich the the seth aj kofi kevin owens um real quick where question seth aj kofi kevin owens becky charlotte who's the main event <sighs> i think it's gotta be rollins aj it's if it's not rollins aj i think it's
0: um kofi i think it's Well, I think it's the men's Money in the Bank ladder match because I think that has the
1: Uh,
0: best potential to be the best match on the show. Um, I don't think they would end with a Drew McIntyre win. That's why I think they'll end with... They've promoted... They have promoted the... um, uh Rollins AJ match as the main event of the show I know Becky's on the poster but Becky and Charlotte again as a main event does absolutely nothing for me to be honest with you so um I know they just main in Mania and that's great but that just I, I don't really want to see that I guess it would be cool if they had a main event only if Bailey cashed in that'd be a cool ending but I, I don't see that happening so I'm gonna say Rollins and AJ okay Seth and AJ I'm going with Seth Rollins who you got I'm going to say Seth retains. I don't know if it's a straight-up victory, like a clean win. I Mm. don't know. Um, it's hard to say because they're both baby faces for right now. The feud's just getting started. Do you have Rollins win clean and move right on to Baron Corbin who pinned Rollins in tag team action a few weeks ago? I honestly could see that happening, which is fucking scary that they would use AJ as a filler feud and then move right into Baron Corbin of all people for the summer. I think that's awful. Um, Maybe they do something here where AJ wins on a fluke. I don't know. I just think it's way too soon to take the belt off of Rollins, and I'll talk more about Kofi in a moment, but I think with Rollins it's different because there's a lot more people in the face. And yeah, there's people for AJ to face too. Um, I don't know. I just think it would be better to have Rollins retain, whether it be in a draw of some sort or a fluky finish, or maybe he does win clean and then AJ goes heel afterwards or on the next night and realigns with Gallows and Anderson for a little while before they likely leave. There's a lot they could do with this feud. So I could, I honestly would not be too surprised or disappointed if they went with some sort of a non-finish, which I hate, but in this case it would make sense because it is the first match in a feud that I would hope is going to be lasting a little longer than a month.
1: Um, I'm trying to recall remember when AJ and Roman was going at it for back to back months um, yes yeah back in 2016 yeah. now I know Roman won the second match I like like, like like an official pin I'm trying to recall mm-hmm. the first match how, how did that end up to get the, the, the first match, he pinned him clean, too, but there was a lot of, like,
0: bullshit in there, though. Mm-hmm. They had, like, interference with the Usos and then Gallows and Anderson, and they had to restart the match a few times. It was a payback 2016. Okay. The match was good, but it was riddled with fucking interference all the time. So AJ was kind of protected in defeat. And then and the next match was also there was a lot of interference in that one, too. But, yeah, AJ was kind of straight up beat. And then he went heel right after that. So at least they kind of – it made up for the fact that he lost clean to Roman Reigns on back-to-back shows. So that's why I feel like with the heel turn teases they've been doing with AJ, I feel like it could go in that direction. The only issue is that Raw already has plenty of heels, maybe not great ones, but they have Joe, Corbin, McIntyre, and Lashley. That's four top-tier heels right there. I don't know if they need another one in AJ Styles. So that, that's the only issue I see them running with here.
1: Um I think this would be my favorite question for every few, every match going forward um, for every show. Uh, Seth and Adrian um, are going at it because what?
0: No, we talked about this last week. There's no real reason. <laughs> they talked about it in the video package and the video package was well done. They mentioned it during the video package saying like, oh, it's a match 15 years in the making. We had a match at a fucking bingo hall in 2004, 2006, whatever, and now we have a rematch. You know what, dude? That's awesome. But other than AJ winning the number one contenders match, what real issues do they have? I know AJ has been kind of an asshole lately, and which honestly is better. This feud has been better than the Nakamura feud for that reason alone because at least uh-huh. they're establishing – personal issues between them. But it's not like AJ went to his house and, you know, trashed his place. Or, honestly, you know what would be even cooler? And I know people may not like this idea because they don't like when WWE kind of intersplices real life with the storyline. They just announced on Monday, on WWE.com made this public, that Becky Lynch and Seth Rollins are uh, an item now. Why right. not get that involved? Why not have AJ start flirting with Becky backstage or not? I'm not saying like kidnap or anything like that. Yeah. But I mean, I don't know. Just do something with that or whatever. I don't know. I think that'd be cool. Like the Joe feud, I think last year with AJ was great because they made it personal. He went after his family. That's a perfect reason to set up to set up a feud with AJ and Rollins. I think they're largely, you know, um, relying on the fact that. That it's a dream match. Okay, but why else should we care about the exactly. match other than the fact it's a dream match? Like, Rock and Cena weren't relying on the fact it was a dream match. They were talking shit about each other for a straight year. You exactly. know what I mean? So, hopefully they can heat this thing up a little more coming out of the pay-per-view.
1: Well, you know what? Just to rewind back now, it kind of makes sense if Becky is on Raw with the with the Raw title, and Seth is on Raw, and Charlotte is the SmackDown Women's Champion, and Andrade is on Raw uh, on SmackDown, then... Maybe, maybe, maybe you do get the, the the SmackDown belt off of Becky on Charlotte, so now they can Becky go with Raw with uh, Seth, and Charlotte goes with um Andrade on SmackDown.
0: Honestly, I didn't even really think about that. There but yeah, I think they kind of have to keep Becky and Rollins on Raw together. So I think it's yeah. only a matter of time before Becky loses the SmackDown women's title mm. and reports officially to Raw. SmackDown does not need her. Um, I think she goes to Raw full-time coming out of uh, either this pay-per-view or after the right. next show, whatever. But I think, yeah, it, it, in the longer scheme of things, I think she goes to Raw full-time to be with Rollins.
1: I think the build to the Kofi-Kevin Owens match is... Has been better than the Seth AJ. I think there's a bigger story, or there's that, more of a story um, since WrestleMania. That, that can go even before that, where you know rumor had it has it that Kevin Owens was maybe supposed to be in the spot at WrestleMania, but with the with Ali going out and Kofi taking his spot and Kofi Mania starting up, he took his spot. He beat you know he beat Daniel Bryan at WrestleMania. KO comes back and he pretends to be part of the part of the new day he turns on them and he's beating kofi up xavier woods up biggie is going to be out for quite some time um so i i I like that i'm not saying it's the greatest story of all time but i think there is at least there is a story going into this match more than Seth and and aj i think uh kofi i think kofi would retain i guess kevin owens again but you never know what, what might happen i think k uh kofi wins over ko who you got
0: yeah, I mean, also, too, with this feud, like you said, there's so much more I think they could have done with it. Yeah, it has more animosity with than AJ and Rollins, right. but I think there's so much more with this feud they could have tapped into. Because like you said, there was a rumor at one point that Owens was supposed to go for the belt at WrestleMania. He didn't. He wasn't even on the card. So no. why isn't he talking about that? He's talking about the fact, I think I was, I've been listening to the promos, following the segments. It's been a good feud. The issue is that they're kind of relying on the fact that Owens is saying that okay Kofi your Cinderella story is about to wrap up you had your big moment at WrestleMania but it's time you know you're not you're you're not A plus material you're not world champion material He's not really making this person... Like, anyone can be in that role. Anyone can fucking do that. They could have Elias do that for all I care. I think what really could make this feud great is if Owens brings up the fact that, hey, you took my WrestleMania moment. I was supposed to get that belt months ago. He got the title for... Remember, he was supposed to go for the championship at Fastlane instead of Kofi. And then Ali get added. He got added in the match. Owens never even got pinned in that match. There's a lot more going here than just Owens being jealous of Kofi for whatever reason, so... I, I mean, again, at this point, it might be too little, too late. But that would be cool if they brought that up post Money in the Bank. But should be a good match. Um, unlike with Rollins, I think Owen should win here. I think with Kofi, not that he would be a bad WWE champion if they run, if they continued on with him. I don't think he'll become a two time champion. I think once he loses it, that's it. So I guess they should make the most of it while they have it. But at the same time, I think for this feud to continue to be interesting, they got to put the belt on Owens. Owens has never been WWE champion before. He's been struggling for a while. Um, but after that, though, I think they got to run with Rollins, or rather run with Owens, as the WWE champion. Whether that means that he's dropping the belt ultimately to Roman Reigns at a fucking SummerSlam show, I don't know. I would hope not. Uh-huh. But, uh, yeah, I'm got. i going to say put the belt on Kevin Owens here.
1: Oh, so, okay, so you got KO. Um... Just to recap, I have Kofi. You got KO. Um, I I I think for me, man, I think the bigger the bigger thing for me with Kofi is the fact that start separating himself from the new day where he's not as reliant on them. Um, the character, you know, I told you last week, you know, when the champion's coming out there with, with that kind of music and throwing out pancakes is is just you know maybe if he's if he walked down to the ring or something cool but i think he has he has to show a more serious side to that character if he's he's gonna you know remain champion now the question is i read somewhere again this is a rumor but like where does xavier woods fall into this as far as the character where does he feel like kofi is relying on him and, and the new day too much or now you know Kofi is not really recognizing Xavier as much since he's become champion. Uh, Xavier has been getting more, more, you know, fucked up more <laughs> being around Kofi with old Kevin Owens stuff. So do we see do we see anything where there starts to be a little dissension? I'm not saying Xavier makes Kofi lose, but are we slowly getting there where we're going to start seeing some cracks in the armor with the new day?
0: um not right now i Damn. think they might hold off on that for <laughs> another few months and Damn. i said this before mania because i know you i don't know if it was you randy or if it was someone else saying they should have the new day turn on kofi like the night after mania or at mania whatever mm-hmm. i just thought that would be too soon um yeah i don't know i just feel it with kofi not to say that I, like i said i think owen should win here but they shouldn't break up the new day just yet biggie's uh-huh. not even back yet they can't really do anything until biggie's back Um, I guess they could, but I don't know. I mean, this is obviously leading to a New Day heel turn at some point. How can you not? I mean, the New Day helped Kofi get his title shot at WrestleMania to begin with when they won that gauntlet match before WrestleMania. And Xavier Woods He's been a fucking punching bag for Kofi since Mania. He gets his ass handed to him every single week by Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn. So, I mean, the guy the guy is uh, begging to turn heel now. He's like, dude, this guy, you're getting all the glory, but I'm the one getting beat up here. Like, it's a story that writes itself, um, but you don't – like, what are you going to do, Kofi and Xavier at stomping grounds? Like, I would hold off at mm. least until SummerSlam, if not longer, personally, just being the traditionalist that I am. I just don't think – to do it at a uh, Saudi Arabia or something would really do the story justice. So I don't think he cost him the championship on Sunday. I guess you could do something where he inadvertently cost him the championship, but even that I think is a little too soon to be doing stuff like that. So I would wait another few months, wait till Big E's back. We'll see where he factors into all of this. I, I do want to see, you know, uh, Kevin Owens was taking shots at big E, you know, when, after he got hurt, he kind of replaced them for a time so they can still play off of that before big E goes heal. Mm. So, yeah, I, I think that is – all roads lead to New Day splitting up. I just
1: don't think and now is the best time for it. I just want to say that if Randy Orton wins the Money in the Bank ladder match, I'm not shocked or surprised to see that. That's just me being me. I don't know if you feel like that. I know you probably said, no, I, I don't want Randy Orton 20 feet uh, near the Money in the Bank briefcase. But I'm saying – um. I don't know. I, I just feel like he he can be in that consideration to win. I know I know he's I know he's in the match. I'm just saying I'm not surprised if Randy Orton wins that match.
0: No, yeah, I mean I guess um it's not entirely shocking if Orton won. I just don't see the point. It's not that I don't want to see him as world champion, which I don't really want to see that right now anyway, because he is better off as a heel. Unlike the last time when he won the world title two years ago against Bray Wyatt, the match mm. was shit and he was a very boring babyface. Um, so this time around it would be better. But if you had him cash, if you had him win and then cash in soon, he would obviously become the new top heel on SmackDown. I just don't think they need to have him in that role right now. Uh, Kevin Owens I think would be better off as the WWE champion for the foreseeable future uh, cuz you know if Orton won. He would absolutely lose to Roman Reigns at SummerSlam. Five years removed from their last SummerSlam match Mm. uh, when Roman Reigns beat Randy Orton. So I, I don't really want to see that right now. Maybe down the road they can get Orton back in the title picture, but Orton, as great as he is, and he is great, the issue with Orton right now, and he is a very good heel... It's the fact that I think he's relying way too much on this whole RKO bullshit. The move is more over than Randy Orton is. And I, I will go off on a element saying that, where mm-hmm. it's all this RKO out of nowhere bullshit. Okay, that's cool, but like, what more about Orton should I care about him right now? I thought the promos he was cutting last year when he first won heel were great. When he was like, oh, I'm going to beat all your heroes. I'm going to attack AJ Styles. I'm going to go after... Um, whoever it was Rey Mysterio I'm gonna go after Jeff Hardy I thought that was fucking great what happened to that Randy Orton I don't know what happened in the last couple months but now he's just oh RKO out of nowhere RKO out of nowhere that's just that's very generic to me which is why I do not want to see him win the briefcase so that's just my two cents
1: Um, so that's money in the bank so we'll see what happens this Sunday I know you'll be there I'll be watching depending on what NBA playoff game is on so if the NBA playoff game like Bucks Raptors or, or Warriors Portland is on I'm watching that I, I, I'll I catch up with Money in the Bank after that Um, also Game of Thrones too the I was going to say Game the, of yeah. Thrones is on Sunday yeah, yeah the, the season the
0: series finale right yeah,
1: yeah so good luck to Money in the Bank <laughs> <laughs> yeah, thankfully it's a pay-per-view so they don't have to worry about ratings exactly. oh my god um Bray Wyatt I, I do want to touch up on that real quick um, again I, I, I like the when I first saw the vignette from day one I was like holy shit what the fuck is that the, the, you know everything is corny and kiddy but as time has gone on I think it's, it's something cool it's something entertaining it's just something different and now we see it, a, a I guess a developing part to his I guess new character where um, the blonde dreads around. I think he has like a black trench coat, some black and red striped pants, um, some black t- tank toppy, whatever top, and a mask. So, and then I kept seeing the mask on my timeline, and I, I, I didn't think too much of it because I, I did not see Raw live. So when I saw the promo on 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 the DVR, I was like, "Holy shit, that's Bray Wyatt's new mask!" And now I'm kind of asking myself well, number number one Graham I, I do want to say this I don't think Bray Wyatt should be in the ring wrestling anytime soon just yet I think they, sh- they should keep going they should keep building this whole promo stuff what do they do going forward where um, do they move the location somewhere do they, do, do they move the location where they're now in the arena and people are walking by watching everything and he gets distracted or maybe a wrestler uh, 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 a, a superstar is now like a quote-unquote fake guest on that little segment, um, trying to see what other ways that, that that they that they can push it. But I don't want fans to be like, "Oh wow, Bray Wyatt, new character. This is great. He got a mask on. I can't wait to see him um, against Ricochet and Alistair Black and Sami Zayn and Finn Balor." It's like no, like he he should not be anywhere near these guys. No mm-hmm. time soon because for me it's more about the character development of, of this brand new character. We we'll see where it goes as opposed to just rushing him to the ring against these guys. Because once once they do that and they rush him and do these matches, then I think everything dies from this whole fire Firefly funhouse development. So I like it. I'm not sure if once he gets in the ring if he'll keep the mask on like 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 Mankind did back in the days. Um, so it's weird. It's different. It's cool. I think it's the best thing on Raw right now or best thing on TV for for the company right now. What did you make of this new development for Bray Wyatt?
0: I loved it. And Randy, I completely agree. He should absolutely not be in the ring anytime soon. I heard Bully Ray talking on Busted Open Radio a few days ago. Mm-hmm. And the, the clip is on Twitter somewhere, but I was listening to it and he was talking about how you know, people are saying, oh, we should face, you know, this guy soon or that guy, blah, blah, blah. He I have no interest. There's honestly no way I <laughs> feud right now exactly. that I honestly really care to say. I really don't. Maybe AJ Styles. I've seen people say maybe he interferes in the Rollins-AJ match. That's not a bad prediction. If you want to introduce him, you know, right from the get-go in a top spot, That that's great. But I would rather just see him, as Bully Ray said on the show, Fucking murdering everybody, not literally, but just going around and killing dudes left and right, bringing way bringing back Bray Wyatt just to squash Heath Slater or Apollo Cruz on SmackDown. Right. Dude, no one will give a fuck. No one will care. The in ring Bray Wyatt has never been a great wrestler. I'm sorry, he's not. But as a performer, his real. His real shine, where he really shines, is on the mic in this character shit. The Firefly Funhouse has undoubtedly been the best thing on Raw all year. And it's not even close. He's gotten more people talking about him and more hits on YouTube than anything else in the last 6 months on this fucking television show. So, I wouldn't not to say that he should keep the Firefly Funhouse going every single week. It's bound to get old eventually, but he can be on the show, but to have him wrestling against losers or even people like I mean, a Rey Mysterio at some point would be cool to get up, a, you know, pick up a win or two. But again, no. a couple of years ago, I think people should have learned their lesson a long time ago. Mm. You know, where I think a lot of people were saying, oh, you know, not a dream feud, but like a feud I think a lot of people really wanted to see was Finn Balor and Bray Wyatt because they had two similar personas. Oh, the demon versus Bray Wyatt. It writes itself. The feuds fucking sucked. It was terrible. The Sister Abigail shit was atrocious. So at this point, I'm thinking to myself, okay, I don't really want to see this guy in a feud, at least not right now, for at least a month, at least a month. Don't have this guy in a feud. Just have him going around. I don't know, just killing people or just terrifying people, whatever. I think that would be awesome uh, to have him in the ring anytime soon in the next month would be a mistake. And I think a real reason, I think people forget this, mm-hmm. uh, uh, one of the biggest reasons why the Bray Wyatt character worked from the get-go on the main roster was because the guy didn't really wrestle all that often. He faced Kane in like a, a an Inferno match at SummerSlam, which wasn't really that good. But beyond that, he had his cronies, the Wyatt family, doing all the in-ring work for him. Uh So when Bray Wyatt wrestled whenever that might have been, it was a big deal. When he faced Daniel Bryan, the match was Probably the best match of his entire career, to be honest with you. So I think they should go back to that. Less is more with Wyatt in the ring. Have him rely either on, maybe not necessarily on his promos because he did that years ago and Mm. he would never really win. To build up Bray Wyatt just to lose to a Roman Reigns or a Cena or a Taker or a Rollins or whoever is a fucking mistake. So, again, I think having them come back and just lay out people left and right, not to say that he should pour blood all over them and get corny as, sh- corny as fuck, and I, I wouldn't really be surprised if this company were to do that, but there are ways of working around it and getting creative and being cool with that. So, I'm hoping that's what they do with this going forward.
1: And see, this this would have been... I think this was my idea, I think, a few weeks ago where I was like, before I think before the Fun House stuff started, I would have said... That I think I told you that as a, as a surprise entrant into Money in the Bank, Bray Wyatt would have been in there, one, and, and and like hold the briefcase. And then like fast forward now, just imagine Bray Wyatt, this new character, was like a special. He just say, you know what? Fuck that. I'm going there. I'm gonna do this. I'm gonna climb the ladder, get the briefcase, and then like, and then like you don't see him for months. But mm-hmm. you know he's still the Money in the Bank winner. That, that, that means he can pop out anytime, any time, any any given place. So that could have been an option, but they're not doing that. Uh, I think when he does eventually come back, it, it, he, he has to go for the title. He has to go for whether he's on Raw against Seth for the for Universal or SmackDown against Kofi or whoever it might be. But he, he he has to be in that main title picture. He can't come back. You can't, you can't rebrand him and said like, go out there and go for the tag titles bro or go for the IC title or US title bro no he has to be in the, in, in the main world title picture at, at this point he's been there what maybe five six years and it's like only one time a world champion and that was a, a, a up and down kind of reign very quick so if you're gonna make him to be like some new Kane Mankind character I'm cool I'm, I, I'm all for it but he has to be in the world title picture when he gets back
0: I agree. Again, it shouldn't be... I mean, if it was straight from the get-go, I think okay. But like I said, I really want to just see him going around beating people up for a little while. After that, though, yeah. he's got to be doing something big. And Because, again, if they bring him back just to feud with Apollo Crews, you can't You can't start from the <laughs> bottom and work your way up here. Not, not at this point. The guy's been with the company for God knows how long. It's either fucking you go all the way or forget all about it. Like, he's damaged goods. This is their... Last chance with Bray Wyatt. I'll just come out and say it. it's their last chance because at this point, if this isn't going to work, nothing will. So I don't know if this character is world champion worthy, but I know he was a part of Raw before he got hurt last year, before he took time off. I I don't know if Raw really – not. I don't know. I think Raw has a big enough roster. I think SmackDown might be a better home for him. SmackDown kind of needs the heels anyway. Um so, I mean, if anyone is going to lose their championship anytime soon, either Kofi or Rollins, it would be Kofi. So, if Owens won't beat Kofi at, at Money in the Bank, as opposed to having Roman Reigns be the one to take the belt from Kofi, which would go over terribly, by the way, it should be Bray Wyatt. I mean, Kofi's really beloved right now. So, whoever beats Kofi for that title, it's gonna they're going to get a lot of heat. So, why not Bray Wyatt? Like, I think Bray Wyatt coming in, night one, beats Kofi for the title, gets a big reaction Gets that reign that he should have gotten a few years ago that he was fucked over from because of Randy Orton and that whole dumb shit storyline. You know they can write that wrong. Maybe they have him feud with Orton at some point. They can have him get his mm. win back over Orton. I don't know, but um, yeah, I would I would put him on SmackDown, give him the WWE title at some point. Uh, I think for right now they can have him appear on both shows because it's not really known where he's going anyway. But ultimately, all roads should lead to Wyatt being placed back in the main event scene, if not close to the main event scene.
1: And you know what, his new character feels more like a Fox kind of character than like. USA Network. I I don't... Because Fox is always... They always have those kind of shows where it's... I don't know what you call it, but it just those kind of characters are more on that channel. I, I know SmackDown is going to go to Fox in October. I don't think Brett's going to be waiting to October. I'm just saying, if you want him on SmackDown, he kind of... When they eventually make the move, he feels like a more Foxy kind of character than, than, than USA Network, if that makes sense.
0: No, yeah, That makes sense. I, I mean, again, that's not happening until October, but yeah. ultimately... Yeah, I could see him going to SmackDown. He would be a good fit for Fox. And there's a lot... Um, I don't know if there's a lot more people on SmackDown he can work with. On Raw, he has... There is AJ. Rey Mysterio, he hasn't worked with yet. Ricochet would be cool at some point. On SmackDown, there's Kofi. Um who else do they really have for baby faces? I'm not sure. I know Orton and Bryan are on that show who he has history with. Owens he's never really worked with before. Baby face on SmackDown. Um uh, yeah, who are baby faces from Sm- or Finn Balor. Eh, Finn I've Balor. been there done that. Really have no interest. Ali would be interesting because they could have good matches at some point. um what's um Otis um, Black? Aleister Black, that actually could be a, very interesting if they if they booked it properly. Again, mm-hmm. I said the same thing about Finn Balor and Bray Wyatt years ago in that fucking right. flop. So again, maybe if they booked it the right way, that could be very interesting. So again, SmackDown has a uh, mm-hmm. has some options too. Raw would be cool either way. I think uh, hopefully Wyatt, regardless of where he ends up and who he feuds with, he's got to be booked like a big deal because if they show any sort of resistance with this character and they have him hold back or they put him in some squash matches, which no one really cares about at this point. Point, it's gonna fail.
1: Well, they got Roman too. So that I think that's the biggest heel, heel Oh, the biggest face yeah, on, I, on both uh, on both shows, both shows.
0: <laughs> yeah, I don't know how I forgot about that, but um, still, um, yeah, no, that that I mean again that we've we've been there, done that with um, with those two, but still, I mean, right. I guess it's a uh, it, it's, it's possible.
1: and our raw, the, the the good guys are who the Miz, Braun Strowman. Oh, I mean, he, he, you know, him and Braun can go at it. That'd be nice. um and not from a wrestling standpoint, but just from a character standpoint. Um, other faces on Raw. Seth, obviously. AJ. Braun. Miz. Who am I forgetting? From uh,
0: Raw. There's, there's a lot more baby faces yeah, on Raw. Cedric Alexander. Oh, I mean, okay. he's not on TV right now, but they have him. You know, Cedric, Ray, Ricochet. Mm-hmm. Seth, AJ. Okay. Um, Ray Mysterio, there, there's a lot, there's a lot of, you know, a lot of baby faces on Raw, is like you said, and there's a, there's a decent amount of baby faces on Raw. I'd like to see. Honestly, I think Raw, roster wise, might be a better fit for Wyatt because there's more people he hasn't feuded with yet on
1: Raw. Mm. Do you want, do you want him to wrestle with or without the mask on? Probably with. I think it would be interesting. Um, like some fake mankind <laughs> reborn. <laughs> Can well, see, He might
0: look stupid, but we won't really know unless they. Uh, Unless they try, so I don't know. I would, uh, I would give it a shot. I mean, it's something different, if nothing else, because if he takes off the mask, honestly, it would just remind me of the Bray Wyatt of old. I know he has a bigger, he has a, he has a different look now. He changed up his hair. He lost some weight, and that's great. But and the mask kind of gives it a new feel. So we'll say he's got to change up his in ring style a little bit. Because again, if he wrestles like he used to, then I'll just be bored right from the get go. New music or same honestly new music I mean you can always go back to that theme song it's one of the best theme songs they have right now but they could use I don't know what about the uh, the creepy music they used for Firefly Funhouse not the main theme song of the show obviously (laughs) but the creepy music they used for um the vignettes that preceded the Firefly Funhouse Mm -hmm. the the music that they used for at the end of this most recent Firefly Funhouse that would be cool it's like a remix of his current theme song it's an instrumental and it sounds creepy I think that would be cool
1: I don't know. I, I, I think I think he should keep that, that theme. I, I don't... I think... I, I remix it, maybe, like, like a did Nakamura, but... Yeah, yeah kind elements? of. I mean, a remix would be interesting, again, just because the original theme song, I don't know
0: if it would work with this current incarnation of the character. And again, just for right now, anyway, until... You can always bring it back, but... It just has that failure that, that stench of failure surrounding it. That's that that's all. Yeah. It just reminds me of the guy that the guy's a loser,
1: that's all. You know, plus you know, Taker had his theme changed quite a few times. So if, if Taker can do it, then Brady Wyatt could do it. Um the last point I got, uh a lot's been going on with AEW. Last week the rumor was they might go to T N T. It is now official. AEW is going to TNT prime time don't know what time and don't know what day of the week but uh, just to kind of give you some tidbits so this Double or Nothing show on May 25th in Las Vegas will be on pay-per-view and it'll be I think $60 which throws me off right out the back but um, Bleacher Report Live will also serve as the exclusive digital par- uh, streaming partner uh, mm-hmm. in, the, in, the, in the US for AEW uh, but you can get that for 50 cash. Um, again, it's official now. TNT already started promoting it on their social media networks, uh, platforms, which is good. Don't know what, what day of the week. Don't know what time. They did mention prime time. I did read somewhere that, you know, with um, SmackDown going to, to Friday on Fox, but Tuesday. That they're still doing something on FS1 on Tuesday night. So, let's just say Raw on USA Monday. Let's just say AW is on Tuesday, but also something on uh, on FS1 as well. Wednesday is NXT. Friday is SmackDown. Um, trying to see what they can what else they can do but um, real quick what did you make of AEW officially being on TNT and like now they're going to be on pay-per-view and they also have a, a partnership with Bleacher Report
0: This is big. It's big for all parties involved. First of all, being a Bleach Report writer, I'm very happy about that. The fact that it's going to be on BR Live, that's great. But the fact that they got a TNT TV deal, as has been rumored for a while now, we Mm. talked about it at length last week, so there's really not much more I'm going to add here. Um, But I think it's great for AEW. It's great for wrestling. You don't have to pick one side or the other. It's not, or you're an AEW guy or a WWE guy. Who fucking cares? You can watch both. Who gives a shit? They're not going to be going head-to-head anyway. Uh, Now there's such thing, unlike 20 years ago, where we had or we didn't have, rather, DVR. So we have that now. It's it's fine. So I'm looking forward to what I read somewhere that it's going to have a two-hour time block in that there's a few different things. They didn't announce outright when it's going to debut, except for later on in 2019 Yeah, and what day. And I think it's because they're still deciding on that. Um, I'm pretty sure TNT airs basketball games, I want to say, on Tuesday nights. I might be wrong about that. You would know more about that, Randy, than I would. Yeah. So... Because of that, if they were to air on Tuesdays, they might be preempted some weeks or have to air earlier or later. And I don't I mean, just it's got to be consistent. Smackdown used to do that when it was taped. It was it was a fucking nightmare. I would tape the show, you know, the next day because they couldn't watch it on a Friday night. And I would watch them like, what the fuck is this baseball game doing on here? Like, I, I missed the show. Now, it's pre you know, YouTube and all this other stuff. So mm-hmm. I could never really watch the show. Um, so I hope they don't do that. Um, Wednesdays might be a better option for them because they don't have anything going on Wednesdays. And yeah, there's NXT, but it's a fucking network show. Who cares? Um, they would have a the same time spot, same the same time slot, uh, two hours, probably eight o'clock prime time. Just Tuesdays would be better, just because people are already watching wrestling on Tuesdays anyway with SmackDown, except. Smackdown would be going to Fridays uh, at that same time. So mm-hmm. I I don't know. I would I would keep it on Tuesdays, but if it becomes a much of a that much of a problem with the preempting shit, just have it on Wednesdays. Either way, it's coming to TNT later on in 2019. The pay-per-view thing is cool. You know what? Honestly. Yeah, sixty bucks is a lot of money. But I said this to some other people. I don't think it was their choice. AEW. I don't think they're saying, "Oh, let's charge these people sixty bucks." It's very likely, ninety percent sure, it's the cable companies. The cable companies now do not charge people twenty bucks for a pay per view. That's just not what they do. They don't give a shit. They don't. If you don't want to pay sixty bucks, they don't care. So. Because they don't want you to, you know, they'd, they'd rather offer I'd rather the show be offered for a lot of money than not for, be offered at all. Because you know these same people would be complaining if AEW wasn't even on pay per view whatsoever. So the same people that aren't going to buy the show for 60 bucks, which I don't blame you. I think it's a lot of fucking money, especially now with the network being $10 yeah. and everything else being $10. That's crazy. Um, you know, people will go out of their way to find sites and whatever. I mm-hmm. mean, that that shit's going to happen. That's inevitable anyway. I'd rather have it on pay-per-view for 60 bucks than not have it at all. So I think it's a good move for AEW. And again, these are the same people that made the tickets for their shows. RJ and I are going to Double or Nothing next weekend. The buck, the tickets were thirty dollars a piece, and that was their choice. The all-in tickets, where I didn't go to all-in, but I heard the ticket prices were very low uh, from the site itself. From StubHub, it's like probably a thousand dollars because they're fucking stupid over there. But you know, they're not charging a lot of money, so I don't think this is their fault. Don't blame EEW. I think it's done. They're charging money for their press conference. I think that's pretty dumb, though. The weigh-ins or whatever, <laughs> I think that's stupid. Um, hey, it's yeah, different
1: it's different I, I'd rather see weigh-ins and this like, like like how UFC does it I, I'm not saying charge to get in or charge to watch it but I'd rather see this, some sort of sports related kind of weigh-ins that they're yeah. doing that, that that's not happening with, with Raw and SmackDown in them no no I totally agree I'm glad they're having it I just think yeah. it's dumb they're charging like 40
0: bucks for it on Fire TV I just think oh, that no. why not just do it on YouTube I don't think Exactly. I don't think UFC charges for that shit. But anyway, I think it's cool they're doing that. It's a big win for wrestling. Hopefully, this leads to more competition later this year. This can only be a positive for everybody involved. So, I'm looking forward to it.
1: Yeah, um, I am too. You know, Again, first time wrestling. It's going to be on TNT. First time in, what, 18 years since Nitro uh, and World Championship Wrestling was no longer there. Yeah. It'll be different, I think. Now with the social media advent and with the with the the, the streams of Bleacher Report, I think that that's a major key into this whole factor. Where again, I'm not paying sixty bucks to watch AEW on pay per view, and even when I was younger back in the day, again, you would find a site for to watch WrestleMania or Royal Rumble, and I'm not paying fifty nine ninety nine because, Grant, the UFC is sixty dollars. And and that's what maybe four or five hour show of of random uh, fights, okay. And, and but that that's real fighting. You, yep. you, if you're if you're telling me right out the gate sixty dollars for your pay per view, that might throw people off. But if you tell me twenty nine ninety nine, or let's say how back in the day in your house was nineteen ninety nine. I'm not saying go really really dirt cheap. I'm just saying if it's your first, I guess. Big time pay per view. I know they had all in, but this is now it's like you got TNT involved, Bleacher Report involved, pay per view, sixty cash or if not fifty on Bleacher Report. That's still for me as a fan a lot of money. Where it's like fans could be like, you're really not proven yet for me to spend that kind of money. And then like maybe if you started at twenty dollars, thirty dollars, and then gradually get up there all right now i can see what i what i what i'm invested in not right out the gate but i guess they feel like they can get people to spend that kind of money in uh whether it's their home fan base or the the the, the, the regular people that watch aew and whatever is how do you get the casual fans to say you know what this is something brand new i i don't mind spending fifty dollars or sixty dollars one time only and then they probably do it one time and they don't watch it again but I think that was the only major thing that stood out to me. I'm good with TNT. Um, I'm good with Bleacher Report. That you know, that's that's very big. Cause people watch stuff on on their phones and their apps anyway, so not really much on cable on TV. But um, I'm looking forward to it. I think it all depends on what day and time. I'll be very, 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 very shocked if they go on Mondays. If they go on Tuesdays, depends on, depends on the time because. The WWE has that other show on FS1 on Tuesday night, so that'd be kind of mm-hmm. interesting to see what they do. Mm-hmm. And plus, with the NBA, like you mentioned, when it comes to playoff games or just or just the regular games, they they do it on Tuesday and Thursday nights. So you don't want AEW to say, we're doing every show live. But then when it comes to the basketball, their, their show might be cut an hour. Like Nitro was... Yep. Usually two or three hours. NBA comes on. We're only doing one hour today, so that's probably the only hiccup they might have to run into. But um, I think every fan was ex- was excited on my on, on my social media timeline. And again, like you said, it doesn't have to be okay. Now we're getting AEW versus WWE, and I see who's better. Like I think your fan she be like, "All right, I can watch this on Monday, and I can watch this on Tuesday, and I can watch NXT on Wednesday, and I can watch SmackDown on Friday. I got, I got AW here. Every fan should be happy. It just really depends of how they go about things, you know."
0: No, definitely. Absolutely. Um, I think going forward with the pay-per-view thing, too, it's only going to get better. I mean, again, this is probably a last-minute decision if they really wanted to get on pay-per-view. I think their only choice was to offer $60 because that's just the standard rate for most pay-per-views. But I think going forward, if they establish some sort of relationship with – the BR Live app, where they can charge people maybe forty bucks on there instead, as opposed to sixty or thirty, whatever. Um, that might be better. They could do it on a website. Or, I don't know. They'll figure something out. Um, but it also helps too. That I mean, again, I don't want to pay sixty bucks for a wrestling pay per view ever again. With the now with the uh, with Ring of Honor doing it on. Um, you know, for ten dollars, and New Japan doing it for ten bucks, and WWE doing it for ten bucks—it's just ridiculous. Um, but unlike you know, 20 years ago when they would have wrestling pay-per-views every month, like there is now, it seems like AEW is only doing pay-per-views every other month. You know, they're doing one now. They're doing another one. I don't know if it's going to be on pay-per-view, but Fight for the Fallen is in July. And then All-In 2, I think, which is unofficial as of right now in September. So, uh, yeah, I think the the TV deal is a big win for everyone involved. It all depends on the day. But uh, I'm looking forward to seeing how it plays out. And I think it's going to be, again, like I said earlier, just uh, a ginormous positive for everyone involved in the wrestling business. So you're going to
1: Double or Nothing in Vegas, right? Yes, there will be a Double or Nothing next weekend. Yep. Wow, thirty dollars for a ticket, huh?
0: <laughs> thirty dollars for a ticket, where the pay per view is sixty bucks, which is unreal. But yeah, it was well worth the price of admission. Absolutely.
1: Oh, Man, uh, listen, man, I, I, I'm just happy that you know all all wrestling fans can get something different. And I, I think when there is a a breed of competition, I think everybody is better. Everybody gets better. Everybody thinks better. Um, so, I, I, I like this in order for the WWE to not right away, but kind of change how they go about things, how they uh, portray things on TV. We are in a, in a different age where things are more real. Um uh more a uh, more entertaining I, we have no idea what AEW is going to do uh, on TNT are they going to be like, like like nitro where you know anything can happen and it's real life and people can come from the stands and with the baseball bats at the NWO we have no idea how they're going to do this but i think for me who who was never really like a big fan of, of the whole indie scene and just the last couple of years getting to know these these wrestlers from out there. Uh, I think it's very cool. It's something different. And just seeing wrestling back on TNT, me as an older fan, I think it's just phenomenal to, to, to finally see that once again. Definitely. It's a competition. I mean, it's also
0: healthy competition, too. It's not like they're going head-to-head head on Mondays again. I think it's a big win for all involved. And it's going to be cool to hopefully see WWE amp up their game I mean, they should be doing it now anyway, but like with Raw and SmackDown being worse than they've been in a while, mm. it should hopefully help them, light a fly under their ass. It gives another place, uh, it gives wrestlers another place to work. Um, so it's going to have, you know, another great alternative to WWE. And we already had New Japan, Impact, Ring of Honor, but AEW sounds like it's going to be cool too. Anything can change between now and then. They could add in another 10 big roster names, another. Uh, 10 big wrestler names in the next five months so um yeah it's a great time to be a wrestling fan right now if nothing else
1: um damn I had a point too I forgot shit damn it it, it, it was about TNT aew oh yeah th- that's what it was somebody a fan was on real quick a fan was like hey the first eight a- the first aew show on TNT should be from the from the mall of America.
0: <laughs> oh god
1: dear lord i hope not why not why not
0: we're uh, we gonna not? call this show starcade 2.2.0 yeah. Randy. like we talked about last
1: week halloween havoc if it's in october yeah, you
0: know the you, wcw route with this hey
1: you could do that if if this whole dean ambrose thing is is real legit and the moxie is not really some new character they want to Bring out for for no, oh, no, I don't know why people. believe that You make him walk shit. down the aisle like like, like Luger did in, uh, in '95. <laughs> oh, God. I, the,
0: the fact that people still believe that Dean Ambrose is coming back to WWE is hey, man.
1: probably the same people that thought Punk was leaving. Punk leaving was a work, so that doesn't surprise mm-hmm. me. Hey, listen, man, you get seeing Punk over there that now now now. Pfft. Hey, then now we're, we're talking, talking. Now, now, then you get, talk. now. Now we're talking. CM Punk comes down, uh, okay, but other than that, uh, again, man, uh, Money in the Bank this weekend. Go, go out there and um, enjoy it. Hopefully, it's, it's a good show. I know we'll catch up on the recap and Raw, SmackDown, and Money in the Bank next week. If anything new comes out from AEW, I know we'll touch up on it as well. So every wrestling fan should be happy we're getting two. Uh, big brands on cable uh, network television beginning in the fall. The fall's going to be crazy with the whole SmackDown move, the Fox and FS1 uh, and AEW going to TNT. So uh, Graham, Russell Rant on Twitter, Bleacher Report. Thank you, my man. Always appreciate it and go ahead and enjoy Money in the Bank this weekend.
0: Thanks, brother. I appreciate it. Looking forward to talking all about it here on the show next week and also doing some previewing for uh, Double or Nothing the following weekend.
1: All right, man. Thank you, man. Take it easy. All right. Thanks, Randy. Catch you next week. All right.